Hello, and welcome to episode 39 of the Metal Chat Podcast. My name is Melissa, and I'm coming to you from Boston, Massachusetts. This week, I had a chat with a local guy by the name of Mike Lachance. He has a radio show that airs worldwide from right here in the Boston area. It's called The Takeover. We had a great conversation about his show, about metal, and some local stuff. But before we get started, as always... I want to thank everyone for the continued support. It is much appreciated. And tell you that last week, I went to see Iron Maiden in Denver. And I met up with none other than Uncle Steve and Matt from Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. And we had a great time. It was great to finally meet those guys and hang out and rock out to our favorite band together. And the week before that, I was in New York City with George from the Metal Gods podcast, and we had a great time rocking out to Seven Sisters and Haunt and eating really great pizza. Next week, I will be in Cleveland, Ohio to see Night Demon and Lady Beast. I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be a fun two-night show. And last but certainly not least, I want to offer my congratulations to Andrew and Chelsea Dubroy, my friends from Ottawa who got married last week. Congratulations, and may you have many, many years of happiness and metal. And with that, we're on to episode 39, Mike Lachance, the big boss from The Takeover. Okay, so my guest today is Mike Lachance. He is the big boss, as he's known, <laughs> the world <laughs> on uh, WRBR Wave Radio Boston, the Takeover Metal Show, Friday nights, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. They w- get that right? WRBRocks.com. WRB Rocks. Rocks. Yeah, or WaveRadioBoston.com. WaveRadioBoston.com. Wave That's it. That's it. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you. So you are a uh, local guy. Um, everybody knows that I'm from Boston and you're in the Boston area. That's it. That's are it. you fr- from the Boston area? Yeah. So, well, not, I mean, I'm outside of Boston. I live in uh, the Westford area, Lowell, Westford. We have a greater Boston studios in Littleton, but, you know, being on, on the internet, we do stuff around the world. So right. our hub is Boston, but I'm worldwide. So <laughs> are you... Are you from Boston originally or Boston area originally? Nope. Nope. Just I'm from Westford. My family's all. Oh, but I mean, are you from the Boston area? Are you from oh, yeah. Oh, Massachusetts? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. My family is all from the city. They're from Medford, Somerville, Winter Hill. We do have the, uh, I do have the, the country living with a city mentality. So I, I have the worst of both worlds. There you go. Well, I'm in Arlington. So you know where all that right. is. Yeah, well, exactly. That's where I am. I'm, a little bit clo- I'm a little bit closer to the city. Mm. So I stumbled across you. Thank you, by the way. Thank you for all the support you give me. By you're the way, you're certainly um, welcome. You're certainly welcome. Um, through Facebook, Metal New England, yep. Boston uh, New England Facebook pages, because I didn't even know that there was a local metal show. To be honest with you, I was surprised, pleasantly surprised. I might add. It's, so, uh, it's it's one of those things that we, when I first got it, it was a genre that nobody wanted to dabble into. They're either too afraid or didn't know how to do it. And being raised in the '80s and '90s, I'm like, I I have to. This is my genre. So it's good that I kind of get the word out through some format. And as much as I'm old school, thinking that the internet is so bad and, and, and the mobile phones are just everything's in our in our grasp, it's clearly worked out because it's got attention to you, it's got attention to other other sites. So yeah, it's a it's a big thing that it's starting to spread pretty wild. And I, I'm I'm loving it. Technology is good and bad, you know. There's yeah. there's good and bad and everything, you know. This show, I mean, people listen all over the world, and that's the great thing about technology is that it makes it makes the world a smaller place. Exactly. exactly. So this is not your day job, or this is your day job? No, I I work a full time job, and this is just my on the side. I, I have a little more connection with doing this full time within the next year. Um, I do have some stuff in the works, which I can't say yet, but it's gonna be pretty good for the metal and the awesome. rock community it's going to be a uh i'm expanding my name very very heavily i'm just trying to do it the correct way mm-hmm. and i, I mm-hmm. do have I, I guess you can say a manager sort of speak or a consultant that is been in this world 
for is that is that your girlfriend no 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 oh, okay she just she helps me out she she does stuff and she'll help me promote and market she also has a full-time job but we we have our normal lives and it's like the movie Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg when he's in the copy center and the guy he has eyeliner on and the guy's like you were an eyeliner he goes I'm in a band Mark <laughs> it's like so the side the side gig kind of it takes over and that's what I want to do so I do work full-time so my paying my bills is my full-time job but yeah exactly. everything I would say maybe that's eight hour a day full-time job but 10 hours a day I'm doing stuff for my show marketing trying to get my name out talking yeah. to bands around the world talking to management around the world record oh I know I know because this this podcast was supposed to be a hobby and it's basically a second job yeah exactly exactly and that and that's what my focus is for this is trying to and I'll, I'll dabble more in a little bit of, of the show and how I come up with the premise yes. and the, the format but basically like this is it's a it's a whole other world it's a whole other job and people sometimes will think that you go to a radio station especially where it's we're internet radio so we're we're fully licensed we have our bmi our ascap we're we're fully licensed across the board but we don't have fcc over our shoulders so right. we can say and do what we want. And you've heard the show. People have heard the show. I do use profanity. I do swear. Oh, my God. Well, you're well, from the Boston area, yeah. so you have to. <laughs> yeah, it goes, yeah, it could be a fucking church chat. I'm still going to swear. But it's a, uh, I, I try to do it in the right, if you can use swearing in the respectful, but I try yeah. to do it so it's not the only thing I do. And But yeah, right. it is like a full-time job. You're right. It's like a second job. So how did you, how did this come about? How, how did this whole, whole thing did you find them? They find you? How did this happen? So I'll try to make a long story short because <clears throat> I'm very long winded, but I'll try to make a long story short. I was on a sports show for about a year. One of my, actually my, my, one of my best buddies, he's now the voice of the Nashville Silver Knights and he does their play by play, play, -by -play broadcast. And he, um, he created a sports channel called Armchair Sports Guys. And they had it years ago and it, it didn't really, it took off, but it wasn't what they wanted. They kind of revamped it, got a new logo the whole nine brought me and two other guys in. So there was five of us and we did the show on Wednesdays, on Saturday mornings, sometimes Sunday mornings during football season. And we did that for about a year. On what, on what platform? Just on, just like doing this, just like doing a, a zoom meeting. And then, and then you put it on, and then you put it on, do it on YouTube. No, just through, through anchor FM, through podcast. Oh, okay. Stuff. All yeah, right. It was just through oh, podcast. I see. I see. Um, you know, then COVID hit and I had said, let's try something different. Let's, cause you can go live on Facebook through Zoom class. So let's try right. going live. Let's do our, cause people want to see video and they like to see how we interact, especially with me. Cause I'm so colorful. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, right. and it, yeah, right, right, right. I'm like, I'm like a, a cartoon figure. So we tried doing that and it was, it worked out well And it, but after a while it just kind of got not what I wanted to do. And it just wasn't going direction that I think we all wanted to. It's like a band and, Right. You, you kind of have to know when to, for me to pull the plug. And I, and I said, to save a friendship, I'm going to kind of step away. Well, about a month prior to that, my brother's in a band and his lead singer had the show on this channel called Wave Radio something or rather. And I went, what do you do? He goes, do you want to come in on Tuesdays? We do a thing called uh, uh, Hal Holiday's Rock and Food Review. We review local bars and restaurants and we have a beer of the week. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he goes, talk about your show. And I'm like, I can talk about the armchair sports guys. Maybe this is the new revamp. We need some more attention. Yeah. So I went on that Tuesday show and I did what I do because in front of a microphone, I, I have a whole different persona. I'm a whole different beast. So I, I did that and something literally, and it sounds so, so cliche and corny and whatever, whatever name you want to call it, but something clicked. I went, this, this is what I've always wanted to do since I was a kid. Again, the old Maxell tapes in the 80s and 90s. Yep. This is what I wanted to do. This is what I want. And I thought I was talking about my show. I didn't mention my show once. And then it was, I was full-time on with them as a co-host. And I realized Friday and Saturdays are wide open because we have a board behind us. And I said, why are they wide open? I said, no one could commit to a show. I was like, shit, yeah. I can. So I came out with a, with a bunch of notes, talked to the station owner. I said, I'm on a sports show. I'm leaving it. I'm on Tuesdays for a little while. I love it, but I want my own thing. I want to do hard rock and heavy metal. I want to do it my way. I want to do it not the corporate way. Talk about bands. Like I have, you know, I have a motorhead tattoo, but talk about these bands that we all love, but do it in our way. Like we're like headbangers ball. We're right. down in the basement. Some of the old earth's recreation, a bottle of Jack, a large pizza, and just bullshitting back and forth and talking like we're talking now and just only with a kick-ass soundtrack. He goes, 
let's give it a first show and see what happens. That was April 9th, a year and a half ago, and I'm still going strong and I've actually gotten bigger and bigger. I now have an endorsement, which is a Headbangers Ball official tribute page called Back to the Ball. Um, oh. That's my official endorsement. I have, I had a beer named after me. I still do. It's a fall beer from Solution Brewery. And so at Solution Brewery? Yeah, Solution Brewing in Chelmsford. They uh, are yeah. independent out of their uh, out of their garage. So they don't do they don't sell beer yet, but he makes all kinds of beer and he's he's launching hopefully next couple of years his own place. And I got a the big boss beer. Fans around the world, bands around the world. It's it's kind of surreal how it starts. I mean, just like you and your podcast, it, it just it starts to bubble up and you go, okay, we're getting some ground. And then all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, I have people who want to listen to me. <laughs> For years, I was talking, shut up, go to bed, shut up. And I was like, so yeah, that, that's kind of how it all got started. And it just, every day, I'm just, I'm, you know, I say in my show a couple of times that people ask, how do I get into metal? Like how, why metal and why this? And I said, my dad drove trucks for, for years. He did all kinds of warehouse jobs and, you know, Vietnam vet. He, he listened to Motown and all the, the, I call them the kick-ass black performers, the Temptations, the Four Tops, Charlie Pride, Country, like all those. And he listened to the Bee Gees and all those guys. And I'm like, oh, I like that. My mom was the Supremes and the Ronettes and the 60s generation. Yep. My brother was the, the 70s and 80s, Huey Lewis in the News. My sister was Psychedelic Furs and Madonna. And I had all these different kinds of genres in my head. But right. Black Sabbath, Maiden, Slayer, Motorhead, it just did something. I get chill. I, get, I just got chills even saying it because it, it just did something. It was different. I mean, we all had our stages of hip hop and rap and well, I didn't, but, but. <laughs> old school. I can't, if I can't break dance, I'm, I'm a pretty, I'm a decent sized guy. I ain't fucking break dancing. No, no. But I don't no, mind old, I don't mind old rap, early, early rap. Is that, okay, yeah. But. That's the stuff I can, I can kind of, you know, screw with that night, but no, it just metal to me was just, and then as you get into it, you just, you, you find, okay, this guy play with this and Randy Rhodes play with quiet, Riot. I like quiet, Riot, And quiet, Riot did this. And they play with Swath, with Blackie Lawless. And it just, it's like a tree of just right. the family tree of metal. Yeah. And I, I just, it just somehow it always adapted to me. I would hear Lemmy's voice. I'd hear Ozzy's voice and Randy Rhodes' guitar and Bruce Dickinson's voice. And I'm like the pillar Metallica and Slayer. It's like, there was just something different that I, has always been a love, always, always, always been a love for me. I mean, so that's how I kind of wanted the show to be was just doing it from my perspective. So if you listen, you can go, you know what? He, I, he, I agree with that. He sounds like me. He finally, right. he's talking like Howard Stern talked like every single newscaster, every single media person did. He said the same thing they did, the same exact subject, same exact genres that they all said, but he said it his way in a way that, the, the, the normal blue collar Joe and Jan can listen to. That's what made him so good is that he did it with, I guess, some, uh, some badass backing and then some like just a different way. Right. So we, we understood that, okay, he's talking behalf of us. So that's right. what I want my show to be about. And that's what kind of I, I brought to wave radio Boston. And that's where I'm at now. And I'm the best goddamn heavy metal show on air today. Are you the only metal show on there? Yeah, we have we have a lot of different genres. We do more local independent stuff. I did create a hashtag called Local Worldwide because I do believe, you know, even Led Zeppelin, which I have a big poster of. Now, of course, you can see my my wall of metal behind me. I do see your wall of metal. Yes, homage to uh, the Rainbow. Um, I got a signed Motorhead drumhead over there and a Motorhead thing over here and Kiss and. But yeah, so like I always say, like well, Led Zeppelin and Van Halen and Guns N' Roses, they all had, they were all independent bands at one time too. And we everybody was a local band at once. We at all one time that. exactly. And we we as fans sometimes would just see what we see now and don't realize these bands for probably ten years prior to their first record were working in shitty bars and dive bars and I mean shit. Chicago Transit Authority, Chicago was the house band for the whiskey. The doors were the house band for the whiskey a go go. I mean, they didn't get they get paid in booze. So there's there's things that we forget about, and because we get we get so wrapped up in the now and don't realize that these bands are this. And I just want to take that feeling and say these bands are what we grew up on because they start off shitty, they start off bad. I mean, someone at some point said, "I don't like that band." It's like, well, that band's Metallica. Yeah, I don't like them, and. 
here we are 40, 50 years later and there's Metallica. <laughs> I like them better 40 years ago. But, yes, so <laughs> uh, but no, no, you're right. And and I'm all about that, about all the old old school stuff. And but I'm also about the new stuff. And like the band that uh, that you played for me that I requested, I saw them in New York on Thursday night. And I was talking to the lead singer of that band, Trevor. And the song was The Haunt, right? Or The Haunt? Was, the, yeah, band, the band is Haunt. Uh, Trevor, who is the who is actually the only guy, really, he does everything. And then he brings a band out on tour with him. But anyway, I was talking to him and I was telling him that you played his song on your radio nice, show. And you. he was very, he was, he's from Fresno, California. So he was very excited and happy to hear about that. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, I, I'm getting that feeling too. I mean, and that, that band, they sounded had like a, they had like a Halloween type sound. Like I, I felt a little like not totally that, but there was definitely like a little bit of a, a, a sprinkle of it was. An, yeah, an awesome I mean, he, song. he definitely likes um, I mean, you could definitely tell that he's, you know, definitely likes that kind of stuff, you know, Maiden and all that. But he likes right, a, right. a lot of kinds of music and stuff like that. But um, yeah. And the other band that you couldn't find their stuff was also there. Seven Sisters, who if you like Iron Maiden, you'd like seven sisters yeah so, I, i'm gonna search for them I'm gonna, I'm gonna find them but yeah so i'm i'm all about that as well doing the uh, listening to old stuff and listening to the new stuff as well yeah, same same so and, and, it's, and it's cool to have like that like you say you, you have your friend there and that's that's what i want like i so let me a, a quick side story it's gonna take me two minutes to tell it we sure. go to california every year we're actually going the 29th two weeks or three weeks from now and we, we I, I got friends out there we made friends and we sat at the rainbow i sat in lemmy's seat and it's the rainbow is the rainbow if right. you're in California, i have been to the rainbow it's there, there's a whole like atmosphere that if you see a celebrity or a guy come in and they're doing what they do you just don't take pictures you don't say it just it's kind of like their safe zone so yes. it, it, it's a very very cool place i had a kid that we met because of course I'm a marketing whore and I'm spreading my cards around and stickers around and putting stuff up and people are loving it. And they're, they're thinking that like, what are you, Oh, who are you, who are you here for? I said, just want to get some bands. Oh, I'll be a celebrity. I said, no, I want to find bands to play on my show. I just want to find bands that are, that are grinding and busting their ass. Like I say, every show to play on my show. That's all I want. The mood kind of changed because they, they realized that I'm a guy from Boston. I have my own radio show. I kind of have something, a baseline established and a building on, I'm out here on my own dime looking for bands to play on my show. That's it. I don't get, I pay to be on it. I don't get paid to do what I do. I'm paying to be on air. So it's all sacrifice to me. The rainbow, the Maglieri family. I met them. They respected it. The guy who owns uh, Riley's rock pub, which is right in the same strip as uh, before the whiskey, the Maglieri family owns a whiskey. So I met people in there. Like and the word got out fast that I was there. I was respecting the, the rock world, the metal world, and I was there to, to help out these bands to bring some name back. Because some bands you have, they're if that guy, like that guy in Fresno, if he's in Fresno, there's bands that are just in Fresno. They'll never leave the area. So to have a guy like me from Boston, 2,000 miles away to go, I'll play your stuff, that should be huge. That should be a big deal. Met this one kid, and he's like, oh, I'm in a band, and I'm doing this. I play bass. I have blah, 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 blah. I go, oh, here's my card. Here's a sticker. Send me your stuff, and I'll take a look, and, and I'll, I'll listen, and I'll play it. That was Thursday night. Go back Friday night because we lived there for four days. He was there. I said, dude, where's where's the stuff? Oh, man. Yeah, the, I'm not in a band. I have some stuff on YouTube. I said, give me my shit back. He said, what do you mean? I said, give me my stuff back. All my shit. I said, first of all, I'm gaining, I've gained respect. In 24 hours, I've gained respect of Sunset Strip. You know how hard that is to gain respect of Sunset Strip and, and as a rock and roll personality? Somebody who's playing music to help out bands and you're a poser and you're wasting my time? Give me my shit back. You will never be heard on the radio. Well, somebody else heard that. And the guy who heard it used to be one of Lemmy's like touring guys. And it was, it was justified and legit. And he goes, we don't hear that, that, that honesty very often here. Cause so people, so many people want to be famous and fast and they want the yeah. right thing and the new thing. And I'm like, I don't, what I want is to be able to sit in the rainbow one day and in five or six years have a band like I not say Iron Maiden, but you know, Slayer fame that, pinnacle of what they become walk in and have the fans go crazy and have them look at me and say that guy right there that was the guy who helped us out that's the guy we owe a million things to that's a guy buy him a jack and coke and that's all i want i don't want huge fame of course i'd love some money but i don't <laughs> i don't want huge fame but i want to be the guy that's known as respected in the metal world that talks on behalf of like the voice of the voiceless talks on behalf of us that wants to get the word up that wants to help these bands but yet 
give you guys bands that you have heard about, like the Slayers, and kind of rediscover. Right. I mean, hell, Stranger Things brought back Metallica's Master of Puppets. I mean, right. we've heard that for 40-something years. So it's <laughs> there's a whole generation who had no idea who they were. So my, my goal is to kind of rediscover and, and bring discover things back of, let's not forget where we all came from as metal fans. We were once there. We were that low-key against the grain. No one likes us. We're different. We're weird. Let's not forget that. Let's go back because those were good days for us. Those are the, those are the better days for us. So that's my goal to kind of bring that mission back. And one day I'll get there. <laughs> Sounds good. So when you, when you're putting your show together, yep. how do you devise a set list? And when do you do that? Do you do it on like Wednesday nights? Uh, so I'm usually, I I'm, I'm maniacal. I'm doing it weeks in advance. I have shows kind of in my head. I have shit all over me now. I have notes everywhere and my cell phone notes. I'm texting my girlfriend, I'm texting my buddies. Hey, remind me of this. I'm jotting things down. I have, you know, like when mass murders or psychopaths cut magazine clippings out and they say, we're holding your daughter hostage for 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm essentially that with note taking that it's just, it's sick. So I have stuff planned. I usually get my show solely together about Wednesday or Thursday night. I'll sit and, and fine tune everything. And I try to play, it's not just all thrash metal. I try to play hair metal, glam metal, even try to play like some Bon Jovi just to kind yep, of. You do. And the hard rock, the hard, hard rock, rock and metal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Aerosmith. I mean, I saw Aerosmith last week at, at Fenway, but like some punk, I'll throw some punk in, some Ramones. Like I, I try to do it so it's everybody can listen to that music because we're weird. Metal heads are right. weird. We're a different breed. So I try to get my show done Wednesday or Thursday. I try to play stuff that we haven't heard for a while. And my first premise was, I'm going to play all B-side stuff. Oh, it's going to be awesome. All B-side. Oh, this is, this is Iron Maiden's B-side, man. And it worked for about two weeks. And I went, this fucking sucks. This is not going to work. I, I can't do this. It's, it's too difficult. They lose interest. So I had to kind of play some stuff that would bring people in. Mm-hmm. And then say, okay, I played, you know, Master of Puppets, but let's check out damage ink and hear the hear the sound like just different things and kind of sway people to try something different and it's been working so i try to find these i mean some bands i've never heard of so i just kind of go on my search engine and i just i have a i have this database i go through and i listen like oh then more i search like the dead daisies some people don't even know who they are and that's just a hybrid band of glenn uh, glenn Glenn hughes i mean that's like so it's like a it's a major hybrid band it's like they've been around forever people forget they're in existence. And I try to play, I played them last week. I try to play dead daisies and bands like that, that kind of brings it to light. Like, all right, I, okay. This band's been out for 70 years and I had no idea. So. They don't think they've been out for that long, but. They are set in their seventies, been out for years. <laughs> Glenn, Glenn's been around for about 70 years. Right, right, right. But right. yeah, I mean, um, I think this is the second album that with, with Glenn, vocals but i think they have two they have two albums before that yeah i mean i think that that's important that you do play the familiar stuff and the stuff that people know and love and then and then mix it in with some newer stuff and some obscure stuff from the bands that you know right exactly and that that's my whole thing and like i said i I try doing b-side stuff and i still do it on occasion Mm -hmm. i still bring stuff people go oh who's been I, i say who they are and like oh my god i haven't heard that band forever and then of course i i reach out to these bands that are local bands that are i mean i have my little one jesus i should take it down 20 bands 15 bands that i do incorporate with bands like mxd american they've been around since the early 80s became friends with them this band called truce who i've i've if you listen to my show i'm very adamant that they are going to be one of the next like aerosmith sort of band they're an awesome band up toronto canada this, there's a band, a girl named Carly Jewell out in Melbourne, Australia. She is absolutely dominating Australian heavy metal female rock out there. She became friends of mine. We've played her stuff, gone back and forth. So I'm trying to give these bands a platform. I mean, even though you want to listen to a show with good music, I can't listen to a guy play acoustic guitar for four hours. I just no. can't. I can't sit there and listen to the same drivel for four hours. I don't hate them. That's their thing. I respect everybody's genre of music, everything across the board. Even if I don't get it, I still respect that you're doing it. But I try to bring these other bands in to incorporate with the Metallicas and with the Slayers and with the Maidens and the Aussies and give them that. Like I'll take pictures of say like Aussie, Carly Jewel, Lita Ford, and take a picture and say, you're sandwiched between two icons. So people will hear that one band, hear them 
then hear Lita Ford and go, kind of a cool mix. Like I like who was that person, and then I that's how I start to market them and get the word out. So I'm trying to do things differently, and I wanted my show to be like that. I'm trying to do it so it's respecting the world, but also giving a platform to these other bands that mm. would never have a platform, would never have the the way to without really grinding and going to a record label saying, "Can you play our stuff?" Them saying no. I'll fucking play it. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. I'll play your stuff, you know. So you alluded to this before. You pay them to do this show. Do you have, do they have like a producer there that, are you just there? You say, hey, here's my, here's my playlist and I'm the personality and they do uh, kind of the behind the scenes, the, the engineering work. So we do have a station owner, uh, Pete, Pete Hudson. He is, for him to know me and to know what he's let me do, you would think he have a, he'd have a temperature every day. He's giving me the keys to the tank and he's like, run wild, kid, do your thing. He's a station owner. It's under his name. So what he'll do is he'll edit our shows down just to fit them into uh, like Spotify and podcast. Other than that, in the studio, I'm usually by myself. I write, create, host, put in my own songs, produce my own. I do my own stuff. I'm doing everything. What you, what you hear, I'm literally loading in the system half an hour before. I'm doing it all myself. It, it's all one by one by one. Sometimes we have snags in the system that I'll give them a call and say, hey, this A, B, and C happened. But I've been there so long, I, I can solve the issue if a mistake, because I had a lot of mistakes that's happened that no one's ever picked up on. I try to, that's where I differ, because if I, you've heard my show, I do an on-air read. I can't do reads on air, ever. <laughs> I can read. I just, <laughs> live on air, I have this, I become stupid. My brain shuts down. And I just can't do, I can't do reads. But I try to make fun of myself and try to make it so it's entertaining and people can laugh and go, okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty, he, at least he played it off. But no, I, he, the producer's not there. He's usually out or home or he works from there too. So I produce my own show. I, we all do our own show and I have my girlfriend sit in every once in a while. My brother will sit in uh, my lead in Rick Fleck of Rick's rock shop. He's four to six. He's the drive time hour. He'll sit in for the first like part of the show. I'll sit in on his end of his show and we kind of transition that way. But for the most part, it's just me, my Jack Daniels and the lights down low in the dungeon. And I play my shit. <laughs> so do you have to pay you have to pay a fee for this correct yeah we, we we pay a monthly fee to be in it's not much but we we do pay to be on air and that just covers the equipment stuff and right that helps us keep we're in a big mill and we do have a studio it has the table the microphone the board we have a whole sound stage we bands can play on live oh it, wow it just kind of okay. yeah so the, the state i'm gonna do a video probably next couple of weeks when i get back from california and just kind of show before my show or even a weekend just go live on, on my Facebook and just kind of show the whole studio and show what we have, but it, it's massive. It, it's a big spot. So we, it does help pay to be there again, yes. not much, but it does, it does help pay to be there. And totally it's, it's a sacrifice. You know, we have no sponsors, so we're all self-funded. Well, it's like any other hobby. Cause my, I mean, this podcast isn't free either, right? You know, it's any right. other hobby that you have, uh, you know, costs money. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Which is, is like I said, sacrifice, hopefully it pays off. And if it doesn't, I mean, for me, it's going to pay off because I'm, I'm working on things that it, it will pay off. I, within the next year, it's going to pay off big time. Yeah. So yeah. what happens What happens when you go on vacation? Do you have some stuff in the can? Yeah. So I record some stuff. What are you going to do there? Uh, so it, it kind of varies. Like I can pre-record my show. I don't like to do that only because I feel if I'm going to pre-record my stuff, I, I'd rather just be live. Mm-hmm. I, when, I miss a, when I miss a show, either something comes up or just take a break or to decompress for a long weekend i really just play a rebroadcast go back in the in the in the history books and just pick out a show and say here play this one you know play whatever i did have rick again my lead in from rick's rock shop he did fill in for me uh when the hell was it i want to say a few months ago i had a tooth pulled and i'm like if i don't sound good to go on air i mean of course after a day i sounded fine i said you want to fill my spot well i'll, I'll market it i'll put it online we'll kind of tease it and you can be my host you can be my my guest like a my Joan Rivers to my Johnny Carson, you know, he was my fill-in. He did an awesome job. He played some stuff that I never would have thought was even in the system. So he did a great job. So we, we, we can have someone fill in. We just basically do just a rebroadcast of a show, which I, I like doing that because it, it gives everyone a break. You know, the guy can come in, just press a button and it's done, you know. So that's what's going to happen when you're away? As of right now, yeah, I'll probably have a rebroadcast. And I'm looking at doing... Uh, last year I did an, an all LA show. So I played a lot of bands from the LA area because mm-hmm. 
you know, given that I was going to Hollywood. What I might do this year is play the Johnny Z tribute of Megaforce Records. I played a tribute show to him when he died the week he died. And I played every artist was from Megaforce Records or has that been on Megaforce good. Records. So I might play that rebroadcast. That way it's it's kind of it's a heavier show. It won't take away from a lot of the stuff that I'm playing before and after. So I won't play you won't hear the same stuff, you know, weeks on end. That it, sounds it's, cool. it's all it's all strategy. It's a, it's it's definitely well, you know, it's a lot of work to set something up, get things squared away, edit stuff down. Do you put sound bites in? Did something happen? Did something crackle? Was there background noise? But there's a lot of stuff that people don't get that goes into doing this stuff, and it, it's a lot of work. It is, and I and I admittedly don't really know what I'm doing. I mean, I'm not an engineer, so I'm yeah, just sort of like. But it sounds that, good, though. You you have you put stuff in. It sounds awesome. It sounds yeah, awesome. I mean, I you know I I you know I'm learning. I'm learning yeah, yeah. all kinds of different different things it's funny because i my last episode uh she sent me a, a clip a, a youtube clip for a song and i couldn't figure out how to transfer that to an mp3 and i it took me forever to do it but i did it and so i learned a new skill i learned how to transfer a, that song to a, a, nice. a youtube song to mp3 i was nice. like oh i learned a new trick <laughs> it's amazing what it happens like th- there's so many things so my like my uh my logo i've had two logos so far my original logo that I made, it was three in the morning. We have, I'm actually sitting at my bar right now. So I didn't even, I was at the bar. It was, it was a very late night. I don't even know how I made my logo. It's typical rock and roll story. I, I don't know how I made it. I couldn't tell you where it's from. You can't find my old logo the way I made it online. Anyway, you can find the, the, the skull hand in the microphone. That's what my, my like moniker to be, but you can't find the logo. I have no idea how I made it. It was just, it was a, a late evening. My new logo, my endorsement back to the ball help me make and he's done he's done video editing for me he's done stuff for me he's put you know bumpers in for me i'm like how do i do that and he was like oh go on youtube and just download it and put the video on i will spend months have no idea what the hell i'm doing never gets anywhere i find like i can't do it i'm done so i need someone to give me a lesson (laughs) how to take things down because i yeah me too it's if if i had the world of funds and equipment and had someone say okay here's the program it's already installed just do a b and c I'm good. Full time. I'm good. But I, I, I'm too dumb for that right now. I'm yeah. Just, I, for me, I, you know, I'm, I don't, I'm not um, savvy either. So I'm just sort of figuring it out as I go myself. Fans that you love. So I know that you are a massive Aerosmith fan. Yeah. Aerosmith is, is one of the, well, that was one of the ones that I just grew up listening to. The, the band that, Hey, listen, jump in your question here. The band that I idolize. Is that, is that where we're going to go? Is that where you're well, just, yeah. Band, Tell me about your favorite bands. Kiss. Kiss. I, I, people, I, I've had people roll their eyes and go, how do you like Kiss, man? They're so about money. I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's Kiss. It's Kiss. It yeah. just, they, there, there's a, like my top five bands, you know, Kiss, Ozzy, Iron Maiden, Aerosmith, and Motorhead. I mean, those, those are just kind of like the ones I've, I grew up with. And of course, Kiss being the top and, but band like Led Zeppelin, I've always said if they are my, Number one, absolute bucket list band. If they come back touring, even for if it's a five state tour in the United States, I'm mortgaging the houses, I'm, I'm selling the car, I'm going to see Zeppelin. I don't care if they're 91 years old and walkers to see the guys that just Zeppelin to me is just one of those bands that I just want to see. I would say a, a band that I've heard them a million times and I like all genres, but again, Kiss, Aerosmith, Motorhead, they're all kind of different in the genre world. But I would say a band that if I heard a million times, I can hear a million more times is, is definitely Motorhead. That's yeah. the Kiss Motorhead are like the two, one, two punch for me. People who know me know that those are my, I got a Kiss banner to my left and Motorhead banners and posters all around me. Did you see Kiss when they were just here? Yeah, I've seen them a few times. I've, I've seen them three times. And the first time was 2011 with um, Motley Crue on that tour. Saw them again at, Oh my God, the Worcester Centrum, whatever it's called now. Oh I my call God. it the Centrum. It's a yeah. DCU, but DCU, I, call thank the, you. I call it the Centrum as it's well. Like, it's like Great Woods. I still call it Great yeah, Woods. Yeah, I still call it Great Woods as well. <laughs> see, I've seen Kiss three times. And I will not see him a fourth. I won't see him because I'm just afraid if I see him a fourth time, they're going to suck. And I just don't want to hear the unmasked Kiss. I want to hear 70s Kiss. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I went to download and I saw Kiss there for their quote unquote farewell more of their farewell tour and then they just added like 100 more shows so so much right. for the farewell it's their eighth one anyways <laughs> and yeah rush. and rush i've seen rush about a handful of times 
another band that well they're not um, coming back so <laughs> no exactly and i was lucky enough to see them on their last tour at the garden i mean I yeah me lot. too i was there yeah so uh, they're another band i mean there's so many bands i listen to that yeah people listen too. to listen to these bands and they they put that band in with me someone hears motorhead like oh mike or they hear rush like oh mike like it's just it's it's a weird like clay ball that i'm just involved with so yeah, those are kind of the pinnacle of bands that I, I've I've idolized. But I did not go to the Aerosmith show because I already had tickets to go to the show in Brooklyn. I was already going to Brooklyn, so I did not go because I was supposed to go to Aerosmith, you know, two years ago. Right. Give me a critique of the show. Tell me how it went. So my cousin actually got tickets a few years ago. The same thing, and it was the postponed with COVID yeah. and whoever yeah. else they were going, yeah. whatever we were. So she had texted me. I want to say about. <laughs> four weeks ago, three weeks ago with a picture of Aerosmith. And she's like, are you ready? And I had no idea what she was talking about. I, I forgot. Stupid me. I forgot. And I'm like, what do you mean? She was the concert on the eighth. I'm like, Oh shit. The one at Fenway. She goes, yeah, we're still going to go. Right. And I'm like, yeah, all right. I'm, my mom's birthday. She's 75 that day. I'm like, sorry, mom. I'm going to spend time with Steven Tyler and the boys. Again, I I've never seen motorhead and I regret not seeing motorhead. I've seen Iron Maiden. I've seen rush. I've seen kiss. God, you name these bands. I, I, I've seen them. I've seen iconic bands from well, you saw Blondie too. I've seen yep. Blondie, which is one of the best shows I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, they're um, excellent. The Cars, Pat, I've seen them all. Aerosmith has just bumped up to number one of the best concerts I've ever seen in my entire life. Just, it wasn't so much the theatrics on stage because there was, you see Kiss, you get a Kiss show. Get the, right. The, the, the aces or, or tommy shooting guitar and the smoke and the demon and the, you get you get the theatrics alice cooper the same thing i've seen him a couple of times their show from start to finish was absolutely phenomenal steven i mean steven tyler of course he's post rehab tyler his voice was perfect absolutely perfect the sound was i think they had some sound troubles with the sound boards because at one point he took the microphone stand scarves and all and he smashed the front monitors and he kicked them off stage so I think they were having some trouble hearing. Didn't stop them. They, they played an awesome show. They absolutely destroyed Fenway. Destroyed. They tore it up. They killed it. I love seeing shows at Fenway. I love seeing shows that at Fenway. That was my first one. I'll go back oh, any day. Yeah. No, I've awesome. seen many shows there. And, and, and I, I really like going to Fenway. Yeah, it was such a cool venue. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a kid, like I never thought you hear, you hear a show at Fenway, but it, it just – they came in and killed it. And the best thing was, you know, I, of course, I got home around midnight and had to work the next morning. And I'm laying in bed. I'm just going through my Twitter and I'm going through my stuff. And I'm seeing these, you know, Aerosmith trending, Fenway Park trending because everyone was there. And I, a few thoughts, I'm like, wow, nobody had their, of course, no one's going to see this, but no one had their phones out. Some people did. I had a couple of videos I took. I posted some stuff online, but no one had their phones out. It was kind of just watching and, and just enjoying what we're seeing i love that because i'm not just, about that nonsense yeah, having I mean, your phones out a couple pictures of video yeah. some selfie that's one thing but people like i enjoyed the whole show i didn't really take i took three pictures like people were enjoying that's the, the way to do it and then i'm like all right so that was kind of cool so that wasn't it then they i was reading on this the the whatever blabbermouth whatever the thing was and they said that I, I saw Aerosmith and Escort, and I'm like, oh, what happened? Because we didn't, I didn't see the last two songs. I didn't see Dream On and um, Sweet Emotion. Because I knew Why? beat the crowd. I knew, oh. I knew he was going to be on the, I know. He was on the Green Monster. He played Dream On. I, I saw it from the, we saw it from the, where we were. We saw him on the Green Monster, but I, I didn't. There was 800 million people in there. I'm just and like, you gotta I'd stay to the end. I know. <laughs> if, if it was a Friday or Saturday, I would have stayed over. No problem. But of course, in my head, I'm like, I'm going to work the next morning. I'm going to work. But. No, they put on a great show. They it was it was a it was it was awesome, awesome, awesome show. And I did read that we broke the attendance record for that that show. Really cool to be a part of, and that there was no nobody was overly drunk. There was no fights. There was no bullshit. No problems. It was just nice. everybody was. It was like an old school show. Well, I heard that there was a little bit of a problem with extreme. No, did you so, see extreme? No, I and I I I wanted to. But I didn't only because waiting for my cousin to get there. She was late getting there, so I was at Loretta's just having a few. Um, and Extreme plays all around; they always play out now. Yeah, so they, I, I can see them anytime I want. But I didn't hear any other. I didn't hear issues with with them at all. No, it was some sort of problem where some their their set was cut short or something. I don't know. You can Google it. I was yeah, happy. Yeah, to look at that. Well, that's awesome. So, what shows do you have coming up? Because there's a lot of good shows coming up. You going to uh, see uh, Judas Priest, Maiden? So I I've had I've been screwed twice by priest we were going to see them yeah. were you going to night. 
No, we were going, we were going there Halloween night, but two years ago, that was canceled. Then we had it, what, two months ago at Sargus? That was uh, April. I, April. I was supposed to go with a friend of mine. Shit fell through, whatever. Anyway, I ended up taking the commuter rail from Arlington up there. And I get to the venue and there's like nobody there. And I'm like, this is odd. And they're like, yeah, the show's been canceled. It was like six o'clock at night. I was going to go with my, with Aaron, my, my girlfriend, Aaron's cousin's husband and his brother. Again, this is the second time around. First one was canceled Halloween night. So this one driving there, my brother is the uh, fire inspector for Lowell. So I was driving to this guy's house to pregame to go to Songus Arena. My brother calls me and says, Mike, are you, uh, you want to see Priest tonight? I'm like, fuck yeah, man. Everybody got one, dude. It's like another round, man. He's like, all right, don't bother going. I thought he was making a joke. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, dude, don't go. It, you, you, it, they they canceled the show. I'm like, no, they Of course, I said a few other choice words, but I'll be polite in your podcast. I'm like, no, they didn't. He's like, dude, I, I just got a phone call. Nobody knows. The war's not even out yet. They literally, I just hung up with her right now. She just called me because I did the inspection for Songus. You, it, they're, they're canceling the concert. Yeah. I'm like, God damn it. So, of course, I go there. I, I call Tom, my, you know, Aaron's cousin. And I said, um, they canceled the show, dude. It's like, no, they didn't. So, we, of course, now we go on Twitter. Now we're online. We're starting to see little things. We called from, I had my girlfriend Aaron call the box office. They said, no, concert's still on. We called security for Songus. They said, no, the show, we're, we're all set. The show's still on. So now I'm like, okay, is there something going on? Call my brother back. I said, did you, who'd you talk to? He goes, I talked to this. I won't say her name, but he goes, I talked to this, this girl here. She runs the event. She just canceled it. The band, something came up with the band. They can't. Rob was sick. He got sick. He canceled. was sick and he canceled the show. Right. And it was six o'clock when they called it. I see. I got the phone call around 4.30, 5 o'clock. Yeah. So they, it was officially, officially yeah. it was officially, that's when they like officially announced it was like six o'clock. Yeah. And there were people there and they, I, I heard, then yeah. when I called the box office, they said, no, they've canceled. Yeah. Then of course, yeah. online. And it was flooded on Facebook and Twitter. And well, like, so we just kind of stayed at the house and listened to Priest on uh, Live at Budokan and got ripped. <laughs> like, well, we're enjoying Priest. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. just came home or whatever. And my buddy that was going to meet me there lives in Bill Ricca. And he, right. and I called him like, don't even, you know, he just, he's up the street. He's like, I'm like, don't even bother. Yeah. Coming. yeah it, it, it's, it sucked. I mean, but so I was going to go to that show. We're going to, where, uh, where am I going to be? I'm somewhere. I'm doing something that weekend and I can't go. It's the maiden... Sunday. The it's the Sunday, the 16th and maiden is um, Monday, the 17th. 17th. So we'll be in California until the fifth and then we're in a wedding up in bath new hampshire the weekend of the 15th and 16th so literally the two shows i wanted to see i have to be in a wedding bummer but whatever it's it's a it's a uh a viking wedding viking themed wedding so that'd be kind of cool i'll make up that's, for it that, that's cool <laughs> that's awesome so you don't have any other shows because i go to a lot of shows around town so i figured maybe i'd see you out and about yeah i mean i've, I've got um i'm looking at going uh i'm going to sabaton I'm going to Clutch on Thursday. I'm going Sabaton. to Wasp. Yeah, I'm going Wasp, to um, Wasp, Fate. Wasp is in November, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah I, I might go to that show. Is that MGM or is that the... No, that's at Big Night Live. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Judas Priest is at MGM. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so I'm, I might go to the Wasp show. I got asked to go to Winger next week or this week. Where is that? I don't even know where it is. House of Blues, maybe? I don't know. It, may, it might have been. I don't been. know. I'll be but House I, of Blues on Thursday. But it just, like I said, with the full-time work schedule, it, I know it, it sucks. And I, that's where I want to do this full-time and do what I have planned full-time so I can stop working and actually enjoy. And people are like, oh, you're going to quit your job. And yes, that's my goal to quit my job and to do what I want to do. And if you guys don't yeah. want to do it, that's on you. <laughs> yeah. Life's too short. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If you can find a way to quit your job and get paid to do something that you love. Absolutely. Yeah, right. Right. Absolutely. I'm all for it. I am yeah. absolutely all for it. And yeah, I would I love to do it as well. I mean, we're looking at, we're looking to get, um, uh, Anarchy X is a Queensryche tribute band, official mm -hmm. tribute band. And they're out in California, out in Hollywood. So I've talked to the lead singer of that band, Brad, and we've, we've been in contact with a bunch of guys out in LA. So I'm hoping to see some shows out in LA, seen the Iron Maidens, the whiskey, which is kind of cool. So I'm hoping to get out and see some local bands out there that are kind of making their name and hopefully get, their name out this way and see what happens. So 
that's my plan. But right now I have nothing planned for big shows. I mean, Aerosmith to me was, was the coup de grace. That's the, that's the top bucket list. That's a bucket list. That's the big show. I travel around a lot. I go to, I see Iron Maiden pretty much everywhere. I'm going to see them this weekend in Denver. That's awesome. So how was download? I mean, I saw your stuff online. I'm like, oh. Yeah, download was excellent. Download was a lot of fun. So I went to download. Kiss was there. Iron Maiden was there. um, But everybody was there. And then Megadeth was there. And then I also went to Bell Sonic, which is, I saw Iron Maiden in Belfast. That's awesome. See, that's one of my things is to see another band in another country, like Vakin or Download. Well, Download was Donington, right? Used to be Donington? Yeah. So like Castle Donington and Download and Vakin and all these. Oh my God. Like, sh- like those are, those are shows. Those are shows I yeah. want to go see. And, Sounds a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah I was that, my, it was my first time at Download. I'd never been, I'd never been to Donington before. And I'd still, uh, Vakin's on my list. Right. Now did you on my list of stay like in a tent or something at Download? I did not. I stayed in a hotel because. Good. <laughs> I can't, those can't, my camping days are over. I'm right, right. I'm going to say, yeah, give me, give me a hotel. I'll party. And I was meeting my, some, I was meeting my friends there. My friend from Long Island, he's, he's not, he's not going to tent it either. Right. <laughs> he's going to be, he's going to be at the, at the hotel where there's a bar and there's yeah, a exactly. bathroom and the shower. So how, how far was it from, uh, from the field, from the, from the venue? Well, we stayed in, we stayed in Nottingham. So then right. we we got a car, like we rented a, not rented a car, but we rented like a driver or whatever, yep. livery guy. And he took us back and forth. And it was, well, we actually were kind of further away. We were like 30 miles away, which I wanted to stay a little bit closer. But my friend's friend from Scotland had made the reservations. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to cool. stay where you guys stay. So, right, right, but right. if I have ever go back, I'm going to stay in Derby, not in, not in Nottingham, because it was a little bit further away, but it was, I mean, it wasn't bad at all. It wasn't right. bad it, at it, all. It's cool to know that there's actually places right there. Cause I, I do want to do that one of these days for the next couple of years and go check out a show. And a... Although I will tell you they, so they have camping. So they had the regular camping, the old fashioned camping. And then they had this whole section. It was, I think really? it was called Valhalla as a matter of fact. And it was like, <laughs> glamping really and it was like more like upscale like tra- like trailers like yeah, yeah like running water and flush a toilet and stuff like that they also had like a px there like like a um a general store that you could go and buy provisions for That's your camping cool. yeah so that was cool because i went in there and i was trying to get a beers and they were like i just wanted like one beer and they were like no you gotta buy a six-pack and i was like a six-pack and they're like this is for the campers and i was like oh yeah, it's no. called supply and demand, honey. I didn't know it was. I didn't know it was like. A, I didn't know that that's what what the store was. I thought I could just go in there and just get one thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I was cool. like, oh, that's this cool. is for the campers. Yeah, so it was cool. And the weather was great. So nice. we lucked out. We really lucked out with the weather. I highly recommend it. I love to travel and I love to see shows. So I traveled to see shows, and I just I highly recommend it to everybody. Plus, yeah, I'm that's... also a big fan of craft beer, so um, yeah. I do that as well. Yeah, my my um my my focus on is doing that. Like I said, after LA, LA is kind of like just my my birthday is next week. It's actually this First weekend coming piece. up. I'm like, I just want to get the 29th out of the way, go to California. That's that's my everything is off. The world is off, the house is off, the yeah. dog is like everything is just down. We're back in our second home. Actually, I'm meeting fans out there, which to me is still mind-blowing that I have a fan, not my family, somewhere in the world in the ether. So meet people out there and when I get back from that, we're going to reevaluate and start doing that and seeing some shows and going like local places in the air. Cause there's tons of shows locally that are here and some bands that are just trying to hit me up because I go to a lot of local shows too. Yeah, I will. I definitely, I see the stuff you go to and I, I'm always, I just tell Aaron, I'm like, God, I gotta, I gotta go and hang out and just meet you in person and go, let's go to a show, have a few beers and, and let's yeah. kick some ass. You know what I mean? That's, Absolutely. It'll happen. It'll I, used, I used to go to the once ballroom all the time. Sadly, they closed because COVID, you know, yeah, but yeah. I used to go to tons of shows there and it was really close to my house, which was dynamite. Nice. You know, I go to the Middle East a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Cambridge, that's another one too. That I want to start going to and they have a lot of shows, friends yeah. of mine, like this band called, uh, they used to be called Living Brilliant. They're called Fever Slip now. They, they play there a lot too. And they're actually dubbed, I don't know who, who's what record label or what magazine, but they were dubbed New England's new Aerosmith. Just oh, uh, check right. them out. Fever Slip. Yeah. They're, they're awesome. Fever band. Slip. Fever Slip. Yeah. They they used to be called Live in Brilliant, but they've changed their name. I never got the reason why, but they're Fever Slip. They're a great band. Great, great band. All right. I'm going to check them out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. I'm going to let you go because I know this is yeah. a school night for us. We have to work <laughs> in the morning. How dare, how dare work keep us? I know. I won't be editing this till next Monday because I just told you about my week. I'll be busy this week. Sure. And then I'll get it out next week. I'll advance you a 
copy. Sure. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it. This has been cool. It's and been awesome is... to talk to you and to meet you. And hopefully, I mean, no, you're local. Yeah. So let's try to like get together and do some, do some shows and some yeah. beer drinking and definitely and do some fun stuff. Oh, I want to ask you, yeah, your girlfriend, she's into this. She's into metal too. She is now. <laughs> I, oh, I think, I think what, what is she, I mean, I, I, and I won't talk any further, but I think she appreciates now, which to me is, is more humbling to have somebody appreciate instead of just putting up with. Yeah. You can listen to anything and go, oh, okay, I, can. I mean, I love the blues. I love the eighties. I love the eighties, but she appreciates metal and she sees the passion that I have and she's appreciating the sound of things. And I think that's what's, what's kind of cool. So yeah, she's into it. She's a metal chick. That's awesome. She, she's now one of us. I've. I've vampired, I've sucked the blood and I've entered mine and she's one of us now. She'll never leave. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yes. But this is cool. This is my first time being a guest on someone's podcast and someone's show. So you've, you've broke the virginity, Virginia barrier for me. So this is Podcast cool. virginity. I That's broke it. your seal. I hope I don't cry. I'm gonna, I, I cry after every sex campaign. I might cry after this one. You won't see me though. I'll keep the sound on. I'll just, I'll just do this and keep the sound on. No one can... <laughs> All right, Mike. It's been a blast. Listen, it was great so to much. talk to you, yeah, and I you will too. be in touch. Yeah, and I'll uh, I'll make sure I, I spread the word. I, I mentioned you last week on the show. You did. Um, I appreciate I'll mention that it more this week, and I'll kind of tease it. So when it comes out, I'll share it on my platforms, and that would be great. Um, so yeah, definitely. Bye. Thank you. See ya. Bye.